You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Mobile Studios aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville, Florida, you're listening to Cruise Radio. I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. And since you're becoming a fan of things on Facebook, uh, we're trying to keep the cruise terminal here in Jacksonville, and we have a page dedicated to that, just go to Facebook.com and search Keep Cruise in Jacksonville. It's one of the many reasons we are, in fact, aboard the Carnival Fascination, which does sail out of Jacksonville. Good show today. We'll be talking to the chef, also the hotel director, and the assistant cruise director. And is this right? What, Squishy? That's his name, Squishy. Squishy. Interesting. First, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guide, joins us as always. Welcome, Stuart. Hey, Matt, and I know Doug's hiding back there somewhere. Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Lots of different stuff to cover today. First, Delta changes its frequent flyer program. I guess traditionally they've actually charged uh, the passengers for redeeming their frequent flyer miles. Is that right? Yeah, actually, what, what's very interesting is with the dawn of the Internet, before the Internet, actually, when you wanted to redeem your miles, you had to wait for a certificate to arrive in the mail. And, you know, there was a little bit of people involved. Now everything is computerized that... Even though that uh, with the convenience of the Internet, they still charged you money. In fact, they charged you big money, sometimes up to the tune of $75 per ticket to issue tickets using your own air miles. But thankfully, Delta got smart, and uh, effectively, uh, as of June, they have um, essentially will not be charging uh, booking fees for award ticket redemptions. Even for the last-minute bookings, which could have been up to like $75 per person. That's great. And then, see, this is important for people going on cruises, because less than 30% of people that go on cruises that require air use the air from the cruise lines. They do it themselves. They use their frequent flyer points. So, you know, if you're a family of four and, you know, you're saving $150 uh, or, or $300, in ticketing these uh, certificate fees, it adds up. And you know, if your trip canceled, um, you know they would charge you, you know, maybe $150 to make changes or redeposit these certificates back into your account if you're not using it. So uh, those have been done away for their uh, frequent travelers. But it, uh-huh. it's, it's very good news for cruisers. That is good. Very cool. Stuart, did I hear you right earlier? You said a company is going to start selling prepaid Internet cards for uh, at-sea use? Actually, there's an interesting story. Uh, the company that supplies the Internet, uh, uh, the Wi-Fi, on board the cruises uh, is called MTN. And they're actually putting together a program where people are going to be able to buy uh, prepaid calling cards for the Internet through their travel agents which, I mean, they're going to have rates uh, starting as low as $0.20 per minute uh, for their high-volume users, which is good news considering the lowest right now is probably around $0.40 per minute. Mm. And without a plan, uh, you know, on some cruise lines, it could be anywhere from $0.75 per minute to a dollar. So that'll be a big savings. And here we're talking about, I mean, more than 165 cruise ships 
are equipped with uh, MTM uh, equipment. So uh, we'll, we'll see where this goes, and we'll certainly have some more information next week. I'm pretty excited about this, because soon on Royal Caribbean ships, we could see characters like Shrek, Fiona, Puss in Boots, and uh, many other DreamWorks characters. Really? You're excited ship. about it? I'm very excited. Okay. I love the DreamWorks animated I know you films. Do. You know, but I, I will tell you that it, it's, <laughs> Disney's a different story. Right. Disney <laughs> is a floating Disney resort. And people are going on for a Disney experience that's not about the characters. And here, you know, you're sitting by the pool, and you'll have the sun obstructed by some big ogre. And then you have to watch out for, uh, you know, some donkey uh, on the poop deck. Um, but it's very important to understand is that Royal Caribbean is not doing this in reaction to what anybody else is doing, okay. including, let's say, NCL with their uh, new partnership with Nickelodeon. They're not having a problem filling their ships, which is, is very important to understand. They're not doing that because there, there are some issues. They're doing it because they just want to further enhance the onboard experience for their passengers and, and do something that's unique. But the uh, diamond in the rough here is not the characters. It's the video library that they'll be able to have on, you know, in, the, in the cabins, the programming, the movies that they'll be able to bring to the table to enhance the onboard experience further, not just for the kids, but also adults. And uh, speaking of Disney, we got our first video peek of the Disney Dream. Now, this isn't uh, set for debut until, what, January of next year, but what can you tell us about it? Well, we, we do know that it's going to be uh, it's going to be an amazing ship. It will have the first um, ever uh, water coaster where, you know, you're going to be going around, uh, you know, the, the decks of the ship and actually hang out, you know, over 150 feet over the, uh, the ocean. Um, but it, the, the interior cabins with their LED screens that uh, kind of give you an idea of what it looks like uh, outside. It's, it's a very unique ship, uh, you know, 128,000 tons, and it's really going to mesmerize people. It's only going to carry 2,500 people, but again, it's going to have the motif that you've seen on their other two ships with, uh, you know, a throwback to the 1920s and 30s. But that's another floating Disney resort that's going to amaze people. What's the latest with the oil spill and the cruise ships that is, uh, may or may not be affected? Well, I mean, as of now, I mean, you know, the certain parts of uh, Louisiana and Mississippi have uh, started to see some of the uh, oil uh, popping up on their uh, shores. But uh, the cruise ships, uh, you know, sailing out of New Orleans, Galveston, Texas, and Tampa, Florida, as of this point, uh, have not uh, made any uh, complaints. Uh, ships are sailing on their normal schedules, uh, as well as uh, ships sailing uh, to, to you know, the Keys uh, are not having any issues as of yet, thankfully. Are the ships having to alter their courses at all? Uh, they've made no mention of, of any course directional changes. All right, very good. Thank you, Stuart. She Ron, the cruise guy, who will be back with us later in the show with your hot deals. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. This week we are aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville. Hit us with a few facts, Doug. Well, it was launched in June of 94. It's the fourth of the Carnival Fantasy Class ships. Yeah. A cost of $315 million to build. That was back when? In 1994. So by today's standard, that's that's probably uh, one hundred and fifty billion dollars. <laughs> I have no clue. The Carnival Dream cost like about seven hundred million. Yeah, the Dream was seven forty to so build. So a lot has changed yeah, since then, certainly. Uh, big time, and the ship's eight hundred and fifty-five feet long, which is pretty small again by today's standards. Yeah, the Carnival Dream is a thousand and four feet long. So 
Thank you, Doug. We've learned an awful lot from you today. All right, smartass. Our first guest is joining us now, Hotel Director Alina Shefno. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Tell us, first of all, about your background and what goes into becoming a hotel director aboard a cruise ship. I've been uh, 12 years with the company. Joined the cruise line in uh, 1998 as a bar waitress, actually. So um, Carnival is a great company that allows growing and encourages, actually, human capital, values human capital accordingly. And I myself am an example of that. So I started in 1998 as a bar waitress. Year 2000, changed department to Persa. At that point, we had Persas, which are nowadays guest services. Mm. And uh, in 2005, I was promoted to a chief Persa, becoming, entering the hotel director training in 2008. What's the hierarchy, if you could explain, you know, the positions, who's in charge of who and where the hotel director falls and who you're giving orders to or who, you, who you're taking orders from? As a hotel director on board, I work side by side with the captain and I respond to a senior vice president over in the head office. Currently, actually, that position is open, but we have a guest uh, operations leader, which has been recently implemented for this particular class of ship. Uh, and that is the person I will respond to directly and work side by side with the captain and the chief engineer. And are you uh, heading, like, for example, the food and beverage director and the, and the bar managers and stuff? You dictate what they do. You're the boss. You're giving them the orders. <laughs> Not really orders, but yeah. work. Definitely overlook them. Uh, the hotel department on board holds um, approximately 85% of the team, including 17 departments. So I will overlook 17 department heads, the biggest one being food and beverage, counting approximately 500 team members. Second biggest one being housekeeping, 212, and then just counting from there on. That's cool because a lot of people think of hotel director, they only think of like the hotel, the lodging part of this, uh, the ship. So can you explain to us uh, or tell us your day-to-day routine? No day is the same as the other one. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do, do change, but overall um, I'll be walking around, meeting with my department heads, checking what the challenges are for that particular day. We'll be going around depending uh, on the itinerary, depending if it's a sea day, depending if it's a poor day. I'll uh, focus, for example, poor days. <clears throat> Myself, I'll go around in housekeeping. It's a good opportunity to, to check the vessel, both guest and crew areas, because most of the guests are off. Sea days are very busy for us, so sea days I'll stick around next to food and beverage department, make sure our dining experience is at its best, as uh, Carnival is well known for that, and uh, then just interact with any challenges that we have for the day. Do you find yourself doing a lot of paperwork? It's an equal balance, I would say. And I think a key of a hotel director is actually to maintain this balance between paperwork and the operation. Uh, You cannot retreat too much into paperwork missing the operation, while also it is important to maintain the, the, the paperwork side of it. Absolutely. How many people are approximately underneath you? Uh, let's see, of 896 total crew members, minus 100 tech. And uh, is the turnover rate high on a ship like this? Actually, not on the fantasy class. We, we're doing all right. We have about 20 to 30 team members overall, sign-on, sign-offs, every, mm-hmm. um, every U.S. port. Um, contracts are six to eight months, which gives us a good consistency of the team on board. That is, uh, that's a good point. Um, and we also have... Um, if we actually have a look at our team members, the loyalty programs and uh, the retirement plan that actually Carnival has, being the only cruise line that does this retirement plan, 
we we managed to maintain a lot of the team on board having a smaller turnover, which is good and beneficial for us. Get a lot of experience. You're obviously very, very busy. Do you get a chance to see all the ports? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Really enjoy them? Absolutely. You have to, it's all about time management and how you... Uh, how you manage obviously your time and in the right. boats it is a key to go ahead also outside where you know, I get asked questions from the from the guests and from the team uh, and since I overlook them both I'll have to have answers for them your job seems very intense uh, do you is it a 24-hour job like could you get a call at 3 a.m. in the morning saying the hallways flooding because of a toilet or do you work on shifts with another counterpart no actually it is a 24-hour uh, <laughs> responsibility that comes along Right. That would not many floods. <laughs> she is the hotel director aboard the Carnival Fascination, and you are from Romania, right? I am. I am indeed. Very good. Alina Shefno, thank you so much for being with us. All right. Pleasure. Thank you. After the break, we'll talk to the chef here aboard the Carnival Fascination, and Doug will have some more fun facts. I am a robot. I read what's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cousin. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah. Cruise One. Thanks so much for checking us out. We are, in fact, aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville, Florida, with our next guest, Chef de Cuisine, Trevor Nugent from Jamaica. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Chef, you give us a little background on yourself. I'm from uh, Kingston, Jamaica. I've been to the Jamaica Hotel School of Culinary Arts. I also did some uh, refresher course in the Johnson Wales with the Carnival program. And uh, here I'm on the Carnival Fascination. I've been working for the company for approximately 24 years. I joined Carnival when I, as a junior sous chef, and I worked my way up to chef de cuisine. How different is working uh, as a chef aboard a cruise ship as opposed to in a restaurant on the mainland? Well, it's a little bit different. It's the same work as a chef, but uh, the turnover here is much faster and quicker than working on the mainland in a restaurant or in a hotel. When you say turnover, do you mean like as far as employment goes for folks? No, the, um, the volume of food and stuff that you go through, the items, etc. Gotcha. That's yeah. And speaking of the volume of food, how many meals are served each day? Oh, we're looking about 10,000 meals per day. Could you give us some quick facts on like how much meat you go through uh, per sailing? Yes, uh, for instance, we go through meats for sailing, if we say prime rib. We're doing like about uh, 1,200 pounds per cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, steaks, we go through another 600 to 700 pounds per cruise. 
We're doing like about uh, 2,500 pounds of fish per cruise. <laughs> Eggs, we're going like about, to, uh, let's see, uh, 600 dozens per cruise. Right, this question always plagues me because uh, when I, or I cruise and you know, you're ordering whatever you want, as much of it as you want, how do you possibly prepare for those numbers and what people are going to order and how many entrees, how, how many lobster tail they're going to get? How do you possibly prepare that and keep it so hot and fresh uh, to, to serve? Okay, we have a system which is set up what we call the highlight sheet. The highlight sheet gives you a basic um, idea of how much percentage of lobster and fish you will use from time to time. So you know exactly, you will use, uh, let's say, 600 pounds of lobster for 1,600 uh, 1600 portions. You get like 600 pounds of lobster from that. Then you know from time to time it may be a little bit down, maybe 20 pounds or 40 pounds up, more or less. You take it from there, so you know exactly that you, you the lobster percentage would be like 65 to 70 percent of the meat you serve for that basic day. Have you ever run out of anything? You know, let's say everybody on the ship is ordering 10 lobster tail. No, we're not running into that situation because we have a thing that we call a par stack. So, for instance, we know we're using $280,000 worth of food for 10 days. Mm-hmm. We also carry an additional $140,000, which we carry on Parsec. And why we carry that is just in case of emergency and we cannot get back to our home port to buy more food. We'll have enough food to last us for another three and a half days. So, if we know we use, like, uh, let's say we use uh, 1,200 pounds of lobster for the 10 days, we carry, like, about 1,800 pounds. You are prepared. Do you do your ordering in a day-to-day uh cooking on passenger demographics like who's coming on do you plan like that no because we have a set menu so we go by the set menu so we know exactly what we're going to use and how much we're going to use and that goes back to the highlight sheet again right from jamaica he is the chef de cuisine trevor nugent thank you so much for being with us thank you Tell us about your cruise experience, good or bad, and you could be on the show. Call 1-866-874-7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net. The food and the eating, definitely my favorite part of cruising. That's why you're so obese. Morbidly obese. Mine has to be the drinking. The hotel director just handed me this. Uh, Every seven days, they replenish your inventory. And uh, every seven days, they go through 12,500 cans of soda. Wow. 11,950 domestic and imported beers. Mm. 260 bottles of champagne and sparkling wines. Yeah. 1,210 bottles of wine. Listen to this. Uh 230 liters of vodka. 30 Ugh. liters of gin, 300 liters of rum, and 85 liters of tequila. That's every seven days? Every seven days to replenish it. Jeez mm-hmm. And also, a special treat here. Uh-huh. I have the... <laughs> yeah? Can't wait for this. I have the warm chocolate melting cake recipe. I'm going to put it on the website. <laughs> Are you next to Martha Stewart and... Uh... An emerald section. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> They're actually famous for that, that dessert, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, It's so good, yeah. Excellent. All right, good. Our last guest is the assistant cruise director, Jamie Pian, who is from England, also known as Squishy. That's your nickname, Squishy. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you very much, and I love the English accent there. Yeah, cheers, mate. <laughs> Tell us about your background. Um, well, I started with Carnival back in 2004. I actually started as a casino dealer. Hmm. I worked back home as a casino uh, supervisor, came out here. Got quickly promoted up uh, in the casino to become a casino host. And then on my second contract, uh, cruise director Greg Hudson saw me in the casino and asked me to become a social host. And I thought about it, transferred across and really enjoyed the sort of the change. 
uh, to work with the entertainment department, and I've worked myself up to be the assistant cruise director now. So, Walk us through a day in the life of an assistant cruise director. Uh, my job is to work really closely. Uh, Trevor Block here, the cruise director, we work together to schedule activities all day. Uh, for the guests and keep them entertained from when they wake up to when they go to bed, including things from games, trivias, uh, the men's hairy chess competition, uh, to the music that goes around with a musical director. We schedule as much music as we can to make sure of whatever you choose. We've got classical pianists on board. We've got uh, the show band that would do sets everywhere. We've got a calypso band, a band from, every, uh, from Texas that play lots of great music. And it just keeps it entertained, and we got a team of great hosts, and we just make sure that the guests come out here and have fun. Are the week-to-week activities planned according to who's coming? Say you have a retirement group coming, a thousand retirement folks versus a thousand spring breakers. Are the entertainment, the the uh, weekly schedule is going to stay the same, or are they going to differ uh, depending on who's sailing? The majority of the time they'll stay the same. We'll look at the demographics coming on because we do get like if there's a big group coming on, we'll find out about it and we can arrange separate things for them. But we can do that on the fly as well if we find out we've got a big group that really enjoy doing more music-based stuff. We'll change our schedule and help them out and make sure they have a great time. So, How long are your contracts? About six months. So you do six months on and for every month you work, you normally get about a week off. So I've just got back from a two-month vacation myself. Being on the ship so long, is it a stressful position to what you're in right now as far as being an assisted cruise director? Um, no, the, for me at the moment, it's a lot of training, hopefully, to become a cruise director one day. So I'm sort of working very closely with the cruise directors that I go with and learning as much as I can with the aim to eventually being the cruise director on a ship. So It seems like a melting pot of creativity. I'm just wondering, uh, do you find yourself babysitting or contending with a lot of uh, talent tantrums? Um, no, not really. The, <laughs> the staff on here are great. We're just all out here. We're having a good time. We're the entertainment department, and we entertain ourselves as well as the guests. So there's, you make some really good friends, and if somebody's having an off day, you're here to pick them up as well. One thing we face a lot of is uh, when we talk to people, they have these preconceived notions about cruising and a little, little narrow-minded, and they don't quite understand. There is definitely there's a different cruise for and something for everybody. What would you say to first-time cruisers and what they could expect? Uh, don't listen to Simon Cowell. We've got good entertainment on board. You're right. As much as I see him on uh, America's Got Talent, American Idol, then no, he doesn't know what he's talking about there. Um, come on board. There is something for everything. We're increasing things all the time. Uh, the Fascination went through a dry dock recently. They put the big waterworks park on top. We've got the big water slide, and the kids can have fun up there, and the parents can have fun up there. We've got things like laser tag on board in a giant inflatable arena where they can run around shooting. We're always updating the activities, trying to give as much as we can. And if you just want to come on and relax, you can come on. We've got the Serenity Deck. Just sit there and read a book. So it's got something for everybody. Tell us about the shows uh, that y'all put on. The shows, they vary from ship to ship. But here on The Fascination, we've got a couple of great shows. Uh, one called um, Far From Over. It's a tribute to the 1980s, which I just think is one of the best well, that is the best decade. Some great music from there. We've got the two singers on board, the uh, full band, and some great dancers just doing some amazing numbers from uh, the 1980s. And then one with more of a Latin twist, so called Hey Mambo. And then we get like we do a guest talent show, so we get the guests up in stage oh, cool. as well, and we get people fly on. We've got some great comedians that work through Carnival that will come on and entertain you as well. And of course, for those who participate in the performances, you're offering them high quality, fabulous prizes, aren't you? Yes, we do offer a 24 karat gold solid plastic trophy. <laughs> nice. I do have a listener question. Um, what do the entertainment staff, the staff members, eat 
on board the ship and where do they eat because you're not clearly we don't see them up eating in the dining room with everybody else the head chef on board they have a menu downstairs for the crew members that rotates on a 28 day ro- uh, rotation and it covers just about every nationality through that rotation so there's okay. always something from, they might have like Elena um, our hotel director they do Romanian chicken on the menu sometimes and for the English we've got fish and chips or London uh, dinner and there's lots of different varies and it's a, a great menu so it's nice and varied there's salad if you want to eat healthy and there's cakes if you like me you just want to eat dessert <laughs> From England, he is the assistant cruise director aboard the Carnival Fascination, Jamie Pian, or as everyone really likes to call him, Squishy. Thanks for being a cruise radio. Oh, my pleasure. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. And now your hot deals with Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. Now, every week we talk about some really good deals and, you know, sometimes there's there are deals that are just too good to be true. And, you know, we kind of call those the, uh, the snooze-you-lose deals. And sometimes the deals are too good to really pass up. And a really good example of that uh, was uh, Celebrities Infinity doing uh, on 12, December the 5th, believe it or not, which is a 14-night repositioning cruise from Miami, Florida, down to uh, Valparaiso, which is uh, actually the port for Santiago, Chile, where it did a Caribbean, Panama Canal, and then a Western South America run. Again, 14-night cruise. With round trip air from select cities starting at just $1,529 per person. Well, we set this uh, on fire that it was such a hot deal that they actually kind of temporarily closed it out while they reassess trying to reopen it. But the point is that, you know, when you see a deal that sounds really good, you got to take advantage of it. Now, if you're still wanting, a lot of people, guys, are looking to go to Europe this summer, but are being amazed at how expensive uh, the cruises are. And it's not so much the cruises as it is the airfare. But uh, a lot of people, again, using their air miles uh, you know, or, or using their miles to combine for upgrades, etc., um, will find some really good deals into September and October uh, aboard Royal Caribbean's Vision of the Seas, which is doing 12-night Eastern Mediterranean uh, round trip out of Venice. So, you know, we've talked about the ships leaving out of Barcelona and Rome, but here's one uh, in Venice where it actually does an overnight in Venice. Then it goes to Haifa, goes to Ashdod uh, for Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. Then it goes over to Egypt where it stops in Port Said in Alexandria uh, for Cairo and Giza. And then it goes to uh, Kush Odyssey, Turkey. But the prices that were starting from $2799, the prices right now are only starting from as low as $899 per person. <laughs> That's awesome. What about something closer to home, Stuart? I'm glad you asked that because you know, <laughs> there's such a myriad of, of options from Miami, Port Everglades, that, uh, you know, as well as, you know, heading up to Alaska. And, you know, one of the best deals still is the uh, is NCL's Norwegian Pearl, where there are some deals from as low as $9.99, including round-trip air from select gateways. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for the Caribbean, I mean, Emerald Princess uh, doing seven-night uh, Caribbean out of Port Everglades, $649 per person on this beautiful four-and-a-half-star ship. Still, you know, there's still some very good availability on, on Celebrity Solstice, Oasis of the Seas, and then, you know, heading up to Canaveral, uh, Carnival Dream. It's got some great deals uh, in the 799 range that, uh, you know, there's still some good availability for people to uh, get away. But people looking to take, you know, families for the cabins that can hold three and four, 
you guys are the ones that have to book uh, you know, now because those cabins fill. Then they cut the availability to book those uh, cabins for uh, three and four, and you wind up having to buy two cabins. So the idea is book early. Thank you, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. You can find him at cruiseguy.com or follow him on Twitter. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. Contact us and you might find yourself on the next show. You can email comments at cruiseradio.net or call 866-874-7957 if you've had a good or bad cruise experience or any travel story you'd like to share. Love to hear from you. 866-874-7957. We do want to thank Vance Gullickson, our good friend uh, from the Carnival Corporate Office, for helping us get on board today. And also Sue and the entire embarkation team here at the cruise terminal in Jacksonville. We're going to be in Pensacola next week to find out all there is to do there. Now, yes, it is an ugly situation with the tar balls that are forming in certain beaches along the Gulf Coast. But uh, that should not in any way stop people from going and visiting these really lovely cities. Pensacola is awesome, and we want to kind of take you there and find out all that Pensacola has to offer. Yeah, we're going to talk to folks from visitpensacola.com. That's the tourism board over there in Pensacola. Also, uh, trying to get the mayor of Pensacola on the show next week as well. So we hope you'll join us for that show next week and really support all tourism here in Florida. For your next cruise booking, go to cruiseone.com. That's cruiseone.com. From the Cruise One Mobile Studios aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cosmo. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1. Or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.